Sunday night, March 6th, 2023, and we're live on the ISC Sports Network on the ISC Sports Network Twitter page and the Tan and J-Man Show Facebook page. Thanks for joining us, everybody out there in the Tan and J-Man Show Nation. Josh the J-Man Month, my co-host, is across the screen from me in Lockport, Illinois. What's going on, J-Man? How are you? Not a whole lot looking tan there, T-Dog. Well, you know what they say, I am tanner than most. <laughs> uh, I am tanner than most, but uh, good job hosting the show last week, J-Man, and uh, a thank you, or as the natives in Hawaii say, mahalo, to uh, Dan the Man Mont for filling in on the show last week. I really enjoyed uh, watching watching and listening to it. Um, yeah. yeah. Really thought it was cool how he gave his background story of why he likes the teams he does, and uh, really enjoyed the word, word association last week. So good stuff. Yeah, that was a uh, that was one of the funner ones um, I've done in a while. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. did a really good job. It was he it did. was cool to watch, and of course, father son, you guys have good chemistry, and it was good to get some baseball t- baseball talk in. I'm glad it, I'm glad you was, guys and, took that over. <laughs> yeah, and and, uh, and we needed it too last week. It was kind of one of the. Uh, the bad sports weeks right towards the end of big 10 basketball season tournaments haven't happened yet or weren't even coming up yet. And, uh, football's done. We, I I think we spent about half hour or so talking baseball. It's kind of nice. We're getting kind of to that time you said, but at the same time, I mean, here this week's conference championship week, we're going to have tons Mm -hmm. of big 10 hoops talk and some other college basketball talk tonight. And and then also like we say a lot on this show, the NFL never really has an off season. All of a sudden it's the buzz is starting. There was a lot of breaking news today going on and over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And, and I, on the plane, like I told you in a text message earlier, I watched a lot of the combine. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have my take on who I think might uh, do well the next level and who I think will be a bust. The, um, the legal tampering period starts, I think, a week from today or maybe a week from yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's when we'll really start. I mean, it, it seems like the NFL season just ended. And it's already been four weeks, um, three three weeks, three or four weeks. But uh, yeah, it's uh, they the NFL never rests. They they usually take some time off in June, but it seems like something's always popping off anyway, even in June. Well, and isn't tomorrow the deadline for when teams have to tag people? I think tomorrow is deadline. Now that you say that, oh, yeah. so that'll be interesting too for a mm-hmm. few teams. For a few teams, but uh, we'll get uh, we'll get all into that. But first, do you have some birdie or bogey for me? I believe I am a stroke up. Uh, I will check real quick. I need to pull that up. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if you are a stroke up. Um, let's see. You are. You are right. trying to make it. Uh, a commanding two-stroke lead here, and I think you have a pretty good shot to do it. I mean, famous last words, but uh, <laughs> Damian Lillard had his fifth game with 60 or more points this past week. Only two players have more 60-point games. Who are those two players? <clears throat> it's and a good one. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House has upscale cuisine and cocktails with a casual atmosphere. Located 703 Main Street, Rochester, Indiana. Um, let's see here. What did they have? Over the weekend, they had almond crusted halibut with steamed spinach and roasted strawberry balsamic glaze with wild rice. Sounds pretty good. I had a lot of fish in Hawaii, but I did not have uh, halibut. So 
Uh, did is isn't that the fish Arthur Spooner really liked on the King of Queens? Wasn't wasn't there an episode where? Uh, was it halibut? Because I I know Arthur went through some weird food stuff. Um, I think it was halibut that, it they, was. that he forced and Doug hated it. Hated yeah. halibut. <laughs> Uh, he, he only liked one kind of fish, and I don't remember which one it was, but he said it reminded him of meat. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was kind of, uh, fish that was. But uh, yes, I, I I think halibut is the uh, the Arthur Spooner. I actually just watched um, the episode where um, Arthur Spooner wanted uh, Domino's little neighborhood joint <laughs> called Domino's. So. Uh, still a great show. It, it's amazing some of these '90s and 2000s comedy sitcoms how they're outdated, but yet a lot of it still lands today. So, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. But all right, well, let's dive right into it. We got a lot of hoops to talk about. The Big Ten regular season is complete now. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the Big Ten Network might be doing their awards tonight, but I don't see it, so I don't know when they're doing that. It seems like they've been doing those on Tuesdays. It used to be Mondays, but I remember they did the football one on a Tuesday this past year, uh, and that kind of threw us off as well because we thought it was going to be that night. Right. Um, but, yeah. Um, Coach of the year? I, I'm i hoping it's Matt Painter, but I think it'll be Chris Collins. It, it, it'll be Chris Collins. The, yeah. The, especially because all the writers are – and. I mean, Purdue definitely wasn't projected to be the best team in the Big Ten, but they were still projected tourney team be fairly good. Where Northwestern was supposed to be terrible, and now they've got the two seed in the Big Ten tournament. And so that's well, that's I, the way it rolls. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was looking at our predictions for the season earlier today. We both had Northwestern finishing 12th in the conference. Yeah. And if they would have uh, lost yesterday, they would have been a lot closer to 12th than they were today. That's they true. Been that's true. Even though they would, would still be in the tournament. That's that's uh-huh. that's, that's uh, well said. Uh, here were our predictions, starting with yours. You had Michigan winning the conference. <laughs> you had Illinois second. <laughs> you had Indiana third. Pretty close there. Mm-hmm. You had Purdue fourth. Yeah. Iowa fifth. Ohio State sixth. Yeah, Michigan State seventh, Rutgers eight, Maryland ninth, Penn State tenth, Wisconsin eleventh. Good call there. Northwestern twelfth, Minnesota thirteenth, and Nebraska fourteenth. And your player of the year was Hunter Dickinson. I had IU winning the conference. I had Michigan getting second. I had Illinois getting third. I had Michigan State getting fourth. I had Purdue getting fifth. Ohio State sixth. I missed the mark there, just like you did. Iowa 7th, Penn State 8th, Wisconsin ninth, Rutgers 10th, Maryland 11th, Northwestern 12th, Nebraska 13th, and Minnesota 14th. I as well had Hunter Dickinson as my player of the year. And honestly, with how crazy the standings were going into yesterday, if Illinois completes that comeback, they finish second. Yep. Um, or third. I can't remember which one. I think Indiana would have had to lose in order to finish uh, second. But uh, all I mean, it, it literally came down to yesterday there were how many teams? Six, seven teams that had 11 wins yesterday or 10 wins at least? Yeah, going into yesterday, the only seeding that was already finalized was the one seed, 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, they, they just beat up on each other every single year. And now we're sitting here 
um, six days from Selection Sunday, how many teams, or, or I, I should ask, I think a decent amount of teams are safe. What teams are sweating it out heading into the Big Ten tourney? Well, Michigan Rutgers, both of them. That's uh, for sure. That's a that's a game on on Thursday that the losers out, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I agree. Um, I think if Rutgers wins, they sneak in, mm-hmm. but they might have to beat Purdue on Friday to feel really safe. Michigan, I think, will have to beat both Rutgers and Purdue to I get agree. in. Um, Wisconsin. I think they need a win. Uh, well, they definitely. I mean, you got to take care of business Ohio State on Wednesday, yeah. and then maybe even beat Iowa on Thursday. I, I think Penn State's in, which is crazy because a week ago I didn't think so. Yeah, I mean Penn State, two buzzer beaters. Um, yeah, one, one on the road, one at home. <clears throat> they they got it. That's two quad one wins right there. Um, I think if they beat Illinois, they're absolutely safe. I I think they're for sure in. If if they lose, I think they'll be sweating it out, but I think they might get in like in, in a play-in game sort of thing. Yeah. Um, as for Wisconsin, I keep them as far away from the NCAA tournament as possible. I think that team does not deserve to get in, for one. <clears throat> Two, they are so incredibly boring. They're, they're, they're very much like Rutgers in that sense. Good defensively, terrible offense. Um, and sure, they, they have the – I think they have six quad one wins. Um, but their resume is not that great overall. Um, did, did did they beat Marquette earlier in the year? Mm, let me look it up. Yeah, I can't remember if they beat Marquette. I, I want to say they did beat Marquette. I know Purdue beat Marquette. Um, but they did um, beat Marquette eighty to seventy seven on December third. And no. I know Nebraska's playing better, um, but they lost to Nebraska. Um, who, who they? I mean, if, if they would have lost yesterday in Minnesota, they were absolutely out, no shot to get in, and that's what I think is going to keep Rutgers out because uh, I think they do have to beat. Obviously, they have to beat Michigan, uh, but I think they're going to have to beat Purdue too because they have limped to the finish line. Um, you can't lose. I mean, I know Northwestern's better. You can't lose to them at home. You definitely can't lose to Minnesota, especially when you're up. What were they were up? What was it? Ten with a minute twenty mm-hmm. left, something like that. Um, that's enough to get you out of the tournament there or to keep you out of the tournament, I should say. Um, Michigan, I'm with you. I think they might even have to get to the um, Big Ten championship game uh, to get in. They had two golden opportunities uh, this past week uh, at Illinois. Ups, they were down seven with a minute and a half in regulation, came back and tied it, and then they were up seven, minute and a half left in overtime and blew it, and Illinois ended up beating them in uh, double overtime. And then yesterday they had they were down what was it fifteen early came all the way back got up to double digit lead and then they choked that away and ended up losing you win both of those you're in even one of them I think you feel okay uh, heading into the Big Ten tournament uh, but now I think they got to get to Sunday they're still a scary team in the Big Ten tournament because sure. they they're have a lot of talent scary. but and, they're and not they're, they're not well coached no they're just they're not. not well coached especially late games when it's tight but uh, it was another crazy week. In the Big Ten, like it is every week, like it's been. I mean, that's been the uh, the uh, mo all season long. Um, here are the final standings of the Big Ten. Uh, Purdue end up winning the Big Ten. Um, they actually had won it before, thanks to Illinois, before they even played Wisconsin. But they went ahead and took care of business up at the Kohl Center in a tight game, and then hung on for dear life yesterday against Illinois, which we'll talk about here in a minute. So they're the one seed. They'll play the winner of Rutgers Michigan on Friday. At noon, 
Um, the game after that is the four seed Michigan State, which will await the winner of five seed Iowa and either 13 seed Ohio State or 12 seed Wisconsin. Then you got the two seed Northwestern, who will await the winner of 10 seed Penn State, seven seed Illinois. And then the nightcap Friday night, you got three seed Indiana, who will await the winner of either six seeded Maryland or 11 seeded Nebraska or 14 seeded Minnesota. Uh, how do you see this Big Ten tournament playing out? Well, it's it's always fun. Um, as far as winner, I honestly have no idea. I I think it's a coin flip. I don't really think any team besides Nebraska right now is playing that well. <laughs> I I agree with you there. I I do think though it will be one of the four teams that gets the double buy. In my opinion, will win it this year. I wholeheartedly agree. Honestly, I think of the teams that didn't get the double buy. I think Illinois and Penn State have the easiest road to get there. Um, cause the, the winner of that game get, then gets to play Northwestern who right. still, I, I don't think is very good. And then they get to play either Indiana or who would you say Maryland? Um, yeah. Or, or Nebraska or Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, I think that's the easiest route by far. I, I think Michigan's and as far as your side of the bracket goes, I think Rutgers, well, Rutgers just lost to Northwestern, but I think Michigan's better than Northwestern. Um, I think right now Ohio state's better than Northwestern. Uh, oh, I don't know. No, no, they've, they've started playing better. Um, I I will never give Northwestern any sort of credit. I think they're trash. You did two weeks ago. You and, did two uh, weeks ago. You they, said a lot of nice things about them two weeks ago. I, I, I did, but I have since <laughs> come back down and, to earth. <laughs> uh, they, they've come back down to earth um, as well. Although they did win yesterday against a reeling Rutgers team. Um, when they make the final four, I'm blaming this on you. I will be shocked if they win their first one. Like I will be so shocked because they're 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 going to play another power a high major team. They're not going to right. play the high major non conference team. Are you kidding me? Um, I am clipping terrible. this. I'm clipping this they for next week. Not good. I I just I don't. They, they had a nice little run, and I'm blaming Purdue and Indiana for losing to them and Iowa. Throw Iowa in there too. It's all your guys' <laughs> fault. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, I do like Purdue's half of the brackets. Um, you know, Rutgers has had Purdue's number as of late the past few years, but I want to get them again. Either way, Purdue plays Michigan or Rutgers for the second time. They've only played each of them once. Uh, Michigan, yeah, Purdue got them on the road uh, the first time they played. I do have a little PTSD from last time Purdue was a one seed in Big Ten tournament. Michigan knocked them out in a game Purdue should have won. Um, but I, I think I think Purdue will make the championship. Um, who they play, I don't know. Um, I would say Indiana, but historically Purdue and Indiana have only met up one time in the Big Ten tournament ever, and that was in the first one in 1998. So. Um, You know, it, it really wouldn't shock me if we get a rematch of yesterday's game of Purdue and Illinois. Call me crazy, but that would not shock me. Yeah, um, I think this Illinois team, um, if they played like they did in second halves, they'd be probably the best team in the country. Um, you can't get down 11 nothing, especially at Mackey Arena. I, I know you fought back. Um, and honestly, they were better with Edie on the court yesterday. Edie was a minus 10. When's the last mm-hmm. time he's been a minus double digits when he's on the court? Hasn't happened this year. Uh, which, which credit to Coleman Hawkins. He, I mean, he, he's given up 80 pounds and six inches and he, he held his own down there. 
Um, I didn't watch it in the second half because I was so disgusted with the first half, so I don't really know. Uh, I just kept checking the score every once in a while. Um, but um, Illinois just kept chipping away. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting stops, they and then all of a sudden they'd hit like three threes in a row. And yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's 13-point game out of nowhere. And then, um, I mean, they definitely they get cranked yeah. it up on the defensive pressure. It just – I don't – I don't know what sparked it all of a sudden. I I really don't because Purdue that's, got up by twenty four. That's then... the frustrating part for me. We're we're at game thirty one now. It's who they are. You can't yeah. say, well, they they fought hard. Maybe they can carry this momentum into it. No, they came back from sixteen down with ten minutes to play against Northwestern. Thought, oh, maybe that's the turning point. They come out and just get torched by a terrible Ohio State team. Um, they got down ten to four against Michigan. It's just it, it's so freaking frustrating because I've said it. From the start of the season up until now, you put each team's best in the Big Ten right next to each other. I think Illinois is better than everyone, but they're not better than everyone because they come out flat. They don't have a point guard. It's so unbelievably frustrating. I don't think Epps is going to play the rest of the year because of his very severe concussion where they had to spend the night in the hospital. They didn't practice, didn't um, Yeah. Yeah, it ha- happened in practice. You have Matt Meyer overdosing on monster energy drinks. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Um. Which is, has nothing to laugh about because that that's that could have been three five minute monsters is really serious stuff. Real bad, but now that he's okay, it is kind of funny because uh, that's just what this. It's just it's this a season team, in a nutshell, isn't it? It it is. This team has been so incredibly frustrating, and I just I know they're going to get to the second weekend and it'll be great, but it'll at the same time tick me off because this team does not deserve to get it over that twenty one team or even last year's team. Um, it, it, it just feels like this is the year they get to that second weekend. Uh, and they'll, they'll be in that eight and nine. They'll be a scary eight or nine, but uh, I just, I, I have no idea what to think about them. 31 games in ready for it to be over. They're not going to win a national title, win a game or two in the NCAA tournament call today. Well, and the reason I think they can get the championship. Once again, I agree with you. I think they are the most talented team. Now they got to get past their kryptonite, Penn State. But yeah. I've always said it's hard, unbelievably hard to beat a team three times in the in the season. It so is. they're due. They, if they get past them, they'll they're going to have a huge crowd. You know, at center anyways, they'll they, they would get past Northwestern. I would think. Mm-hmm. And then um, Maryland's not the same team away from from College well, Park. They, but they won one road game this year. Um, but they they did do okay on neutral court. I think they went two and one. Um, Indiana's not the same team away from Assembly Hall, but they'll have a big crowd at, at United Center. Um, I, I mean, I just think I think Illinois got a good path, but they have to have to start on Thursday by no. beating Penn State, of course. Don't talk me into it, Tanner. I'm um, talking you into it. <laughs> uh, Illinois has been really good on neutral court as well, besides that Missouri atrocity. Uh, they beat Texas and UCLA and both teams. I mean, UCLA is the number one team in the country right now. Um, if, if they did not win – Either of those games, Illinois is an NIT bound. That is the yeah, only they'd be sweating at least. Yeah, only they, they would have zero quad one wins. The only thing the resume has now, they have two quad one wins. They have no bad loss. They only have one quad one or quad two loss. All the rest are quad one. Um, so that's the only reason why they're in now and why they're safe. But. And and that's what I'm hoping with Purdue. Maybe neutral court again, first time in a while they can get going because they played great on neutral court yeah, early, but back in November. Um, but yesterday in the first half, that Purdue team reminded me of November Purdue, mm-hmm. but second half didn't remind me of November Purdue. Yeah. Remind me of more of what we've been seeing the last couple of weeks. Which it's weird how the media spins it because Purdue's won three out of the last four, but if you listen to the media, they've lost four of their last nine. 
which is true on both sides, but just how you want to spin it. Um, and they did that for other Big Ten teams too, um, yeah. except Northwestern. They don't want to talk about it. They lost three of the last four uh, game for whatever I'll talk reason. About it. <laughs> I know you will. I know you um, will. Yeah, uh, this whole talk about Illinois has a lot of winning experience. They were shell-shocked yesterday. I, I thought before the game, they have never seen a crowd as loud as Mackey Arena, ever. It doesn't matter if you played in a national championship game. Mackey Arena is a whole different animal. And it got down 11 nothing. Shannon was shell-shocked, got his pocket picked. Brandon Newman, once again, a guy has a career day. Um, <laughs> Add him to the list. Add him uh, to the list. Let's see. Who who else? Jameer Young this year. Boo Booey. Um there, uh, Trace Jackson Davis twice. Um, every, everyone scored. I, it wasn't Newman's career high, but he came pretty right. cool. And he played really well defensively, and he's been playing better. And when he goes, it really sparks Purdue. Um, he hadn't scored double digits since early January, right? That's uh, probably right. January uh, I don't know that off the top of my head, but the first half. he has started both games last week pretty much because of his defensive effort. Ethan mm-hmm. Morton's been struggling a little bit, but he and Braden Smith came out with the juice yesterday in the first half. Just second half, nobody really brought it. Yeah. And, and Trey Kaufman-Rin had a good game yesterday. The, the um, reason Purdue won is because when Edie went to the bench with his second foul, Purdue was went on 22-5 to five run yeah. and laugh. That right. was it. And they haven't done that all year. They haven't yeah. done that all year when he's out. Game over. So, um, so we'll see. But who? What's your prediction? I guess for the Big Ten tournament. Wrapping um, back you, down to that. You, you just want to go game by game real quick here, starting sure. with. Uh, I have the bracket pulled up here. I just um, closed mine, so I'm glad you have it up. <laughs> uh, Ohio State against Wisconsin. Uh, I'm going Wisconsin, a close one. I know Ohio State's been playing better, but I just, I'm not a believer in them. Give me Ohio State. I cannot stand this Wisconsin team. Minnesota against the hottest team in the country, Nebraska. Give me Nebraska. It's impressive what Hoyerberg's done, getting them the 500 record. Um, I guess watch out for them next year. Yeah. Uh, credit uh, um, Ben Johnson. His team has not quit, and they no. easily, they easily could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, give, uh, give me Nebraska. Uh, Rutgers against Michigan. Mm. Man, this is a tough one. I'm going Rutgers because I just think I think Michigan loses another close one. I just don't think they can finish. I think they're more talented than Rutgers, but you you want Rutgers the way I do want Rutgers. I want Rutgers. That's who I yeah. want. <laughs> give, give me Michigan. All right. Uh, I have Ohio State against Iowa. Give me Iowa. Give me Iowa against Wisconsin or Ohio State. So even though they didn't look good yesterday, Penn State against Illinois. Well, it was spoiler alert a few minutes ago for my prediction, but give me the line. It's hard to beat a team three times. It is hard to beat a team three times. However, uh, Pickett went off for 40 last time. He had an unbelievable game. Um, You would think Illinois would come out fired up, but they haven't all season. Give me Illinois by one. Um, (laughs) uh, Nebraska against Maryland. Uh, Maryland. And a yeah, close one, though. Close one. Yeah, I mean, Nebraska just knocked off Maryland. I didn't think many people thought Nebraska would go into Iowa and get it done yesterday, but they did. Um, yeah, give me Maryland in a close one. Uh, Rutgers, Purdue. Uh, give me Purdue. I think um, uh, the arrest will do them good. And, uh, yeah, give me Purdue. I have Michigan and Purdue, and I'm really tempted to pick Michigan, but I hate Michigan, so I'm going Purdue. I, I, I think that'd be a slobber knocker. Yeah. Uh, I think we both have Iowa, right? Yeah. Michigan yep. State. Oh, good matchup here. Um, 
Something tells me Sparty gets it done. Um, yeah, Michigan State, especially after blowing that huge lead late against Iowa in Iowa last Saturday. Uh, give me Michigan State. Uh, Illinois Northwestern. Uh, Illinois. Yeah, L- Illinois by 34. Northwestern wants to see Penn State. They do not want to see Illinois. Yeah, I don't think – I don't know if they'd really want to see Penn State either. Well um, – they're, they're just happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, Maryland, Indiana. Uh, give me the Hoosiers on this one. Yeah, give give me Indiana, uh, Purdue, Michigan State. Uh, it's hard to be a three team three times, but I'm I'm saying Purdue does it just because that's a bad match for Michigan State because Izzo doesn't and double Zach Eady. He doesn't yeah. double Zach Eady. So. And that Matty Sissico or whatever his name is, he's a huge dude, but he he looks tiny compared to Zach Eady. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me Purdue, um, Illinois, Indiana. I said it earlier. I I, I think it would be a raucous environment. Um, you would, would be, be getting married right when this game, right around oh. tip tip time. Uh, yeah. uh, just because of that, I'll I'll, I'll take the line eye. Oh, thanks. Um, man, Elma should have knocked off Indiana in Indiana without Terrence Shannon too. They yeah. just they let that one slip through. Um, Indiana's kind of limped to the finish line, losing two in a row. Oh, man, what Tanner? Uh, give me Illinois. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're right there. We're right there. Why? Uh, Purdue, Illinois in the Big Ten. Shit. This, oh, we're such a homer. It this, is. We're we're splitting each way. Yeah, your yours isn't as much of a homer as as mine is. But uh, should, should it, I it, just take Illinois and you take Purdue to flip things up? Let's do it. <laughs> Either way, it'd be fun. It would be fun. Yeah. Uh, well. Oh no! They they I was gonna say last time they met in a Big Ten tournament was way back in '09, but no, they met. Oh, that was um, a terrible Illinois. Yeah, team. they met in uh, 2016, I think. 16, yeah, and it was a slaughter. That was thirty point drubbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, uh, I'm almost like I'd be great for Illinois to get there, but at the same time, it's probably not great. They have to play four games in a row. Yeah, I I'm always on the. On yeah. the fence of that because I see both sides because you can get momentum, but at the same time you can get tired. Look at Iowa last year; they looked yeah, tired well, round I'm, one and got knocked out. Look at Illinois the year before. Um, yeah, but at the same time, I don't want to lose Northwestern or Indiana. And if you win the Big Ten tournament, no matter what happens in the NCAA tournament, at least you get something you out. Get of something, season. yeah. So, um, I mean, this will be the J Man's book of prediction of the week. Uh, give me the boilers. I think regardless of who Purdue plays, I think they get there. Purdue is such a tough matchup for other big 10 teams. Um, that it's just, I mean, they, they lost, what was the record? 15 and five. Yeah. 26 yeah. and five on the, on the season. On the yep. Season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just think Purdue is going to be, uh, too tough for whoever they play. Now, if they play Indiana again, Indiana clearly knows how, how to beat them. Uh, this year, but again, tough to beat a team three times. Um, I don't see Purdue losing to really anyone else, except on honestly, the game I'd be most scared about is Michigan. I know, yeah, and well, and, and Rutgers gives me a little, it makes me a little nervous just because they they've had Purdue's though. number, but I want an opportunity to beat them because yeah, I'm tired of them score. beating Purdue's. Yeah. Uh, Jamin's Book of British Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life Home Auto Business Renters Workers Comp and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Uh, one more thing about the Big Ten Tournament before we get into my word association, which is Big Ten Tournament related. Um, 
my dad, as you know, and, and many of his friends are in a Big Ten, Big Ten fantasy league every year, which I believe Dad won. I think he, I think he wrapped it up yesterday. But now they do a Big Ten tournament where you get to pick five guys, and it's just a scoring based league. Who would be the five guys you would choose for your team? Because there, there's some strategy involved here. Because you kind of, you kind of got to think of guys who you think are going to play a lot of games. Yeah. Um, man, that's tough. It'd be real easy to pick Bryce Sensible. Just in case yeah. they make some sort of run, my dad but had that, him on his team. <laughs> yeah, that'd be if, if they can even get three games. Um, assuming Purdue plays three games, you gotta go Edie if he's right. up twenty each. Same with Trace Jackson Davis. Right. Um, I would almost go Jalen. I would almost go Jalen Huchifino, yeah. but yeah. he seems like he only does that against Purdue <laughs> when yeah. he goes just absolutely nuts. Um, Pickett would be another guy. That I think you be, have to go pick it, don't you? Just in case they get past Illinois. Yeah. Um, Dickinson's another one because they're a scary out. Um, I don't. I don't like him. But Boo Boo Booey as well. If they win a few games, Mur- Murray. I think oh, he's yeah, yeah, Chris Murray. Yeah. Um. Heck, if McCaffrey shoots the way he was yesterday. Uh, hit five threes in the first half. Connor? Uh, no, no. Uh, Patrick? No. Patrick Connor hadn't hit five threes in his career. Um, I, 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 I've, I've never seen a guy, this is probably going back to bite me, they're probably going to play Purdue and he's going to have 50. But I've never seen a guy in the Big Ten that likes to shoot threes as much as him that's bad at it. Yeah, um, maybe it's just PTSD, but it's, he's like 70% three-point shooter against Illinois in his career. Um, he, he does shoot a lot of them. That team shoots a lot of them. And I've, I've never seen a team, the splits away from home. Like they're like 88 points a game at home and like 66 on the road. Uh, yeah, he's a 33% three point. He has been there six years. Mm-hmm. Um, 33% three point shooter this year. And he's shooting almost four a game. So um, you you said sixth year, and this reminded me. This see Xavier Johnson applied for another year, which would be his seventh, yeah. I believe. If he gets, I don't think Dang. it would get approved, but you never know. He started at Pitt. He, I mean, you never know. He he did get hurt early enough that maybe the NCAA is becoming more lax with that. Sort they of are. Because um, yeah, he he got hurt against Kansas, which was I think early December, wasn't it? Sounds right. They mm-hmm. used to, yeah, the NCAA used to barely ever give guys sixth years, even when they're really. Yeah were um in line to get one but now it's that's one thing i'm I'm ready for this covid year stuff to be over with here in two years so we can I, get back to the normal yeah i think the coaches are starting to get yeah. that way too because so. the numbers game is kind of kind of difficult mm-hmm. uh, before we get into the big 10 tournament word association any other thoughts of college hoops around the country did you watch any ball over the weekend um that I, I understand why ESPN does it, um, putting Duke Carolina on there. But uh, Miami and Pitt were playing for the ACC title on Saturday, and they relegated that to the ACC network instead. Tells yep. you all you need to know. Yep. Um, I will. I do think you're, you're talking about ACC. I think Duke wins that tournament. I agree. They're playing some good basketball right now, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they win does, that tournament. Does North Carolina get in? No, not unless they not unless they get hot. Yeah, I, I kind of the same as last year because people they were terrible. 
last mm-hmm. year. Almost the ex- identical team that just snuck in and got hot at the right yep. time, then became number one, preseason number one. No wonder they struggled as much as they did because they weren't they that should, good. They should have won the title last year. They choked really? it against Kansas. They were yeah. up big. Um, I think Duke wins ACC. I think UCLA wins the Pac-12. I got to watch yeah, them against like, Arizona yeah. on my pl- flight the other night. And they're really good when they're hitting mm-hmm. shots because they're always going to be good defensively, but when they're hitting shots, they're really good. Yeah, Arizona's Mick, good too. But Mick Cronin is a heck of a basketball coach. Did great at Cincinnati. Now he's doing great at UCLA. And people thought that was a terrible fit too. Very yeah, well. he's one of four active coaches to lead their tournament because they're going to make it. All these teams are going to make it to uh, lead their team to 11 straight NCAA appearances. Can you name the other three? 11 straight NCAA attorneys. Um, Tom Izzo. Yep. Uh, Bill Self. Yep. Um, 11 straight, 11 straight, 11 straight, 11 straight, 11 straight. Mark Few. Yep. I was going to say, you're going to kick yourself. You don't yeah. that one. Um, so I, I think UCLA will win the Pac-12. Big 12, I think Kansas wins it. Um, I That's going to be a good one, though. That's going to be a really good one. Yeah. Right? Kansas State could win it. Texas could win it. TCU mm-hmm. could win it. Baylor could win it. Iowa State could win it. Yeah. Um, SEC, I think Kentucky. I think that's a team nobody wants to see yeah, in the NCAA tournament. To they're starting to play really good. Um, and I, there's so much surrounding Alabama right now with the whole Brandon Miller thing. Uh, I, I, think Miller I think they're, I think they're bound. I think they're going to get bounced early in the tournament. Yeah, it, it, it seems like they've had the, they've been winning and they did lose against Texas A&M, but it seems like they haven't played that well when they've been no. winning. They've just been finding ways, but yeah, they have some distractions. And then the Big East. Um, that's going to be a good I, one. Too. I think Marquette's the best team, but watch for UConn. I was gonna. I was just about to say UConn, or maybe even Creighton. Although Creighton's without one of their better players. Uh, yeah. for the year. Yeah, Creighton was top 10 preseason, um, mm. and they've kind of struggled here and there. But there's going to be a lot of good conference tournaments going on. It's going to be a gonna yep. be a fun week to watch. Uh, uh, Houston, of course, um, they Clemson won over Memphis yesterday. Yesterday, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think Purdue will end up being a two. I think, um, so. I think UCLA will get the final one, but I don't know. Maybe Alabama falls early in the SEC or something. I, if Purdue gets to the Big Ten tournament title game, I don't know how you can keep them off the one line, but I don't know who you replace. Yeah, because I think Houston's got it on lock. Assuming UCLA wins the um, Pac-12, I think they got it. Kansas mm-hmm. has like 20,000 quad one wins. So I know, I know. Um, and, I mean, Alabama's right there too. I know. So, so which – I don't know. There's a you know a good argument on the pre message boards. Would you rather be a one seed in a, the New York region or Vegas region, or a two seed in, a, in the South of Louisville? So hmm. I don't know. I I don't think that matters as much as matchups. So yeah, for sure. So I mean, really, the one seed has the better road than the two seed. Not by much, yeah. but they do. So, yeah. um, so we'll see how it all plays out. But Word Association, I got a little lengthy list here. It's actually. 12 there's only been 12 coaches to win the big 10 tournament since the beginning in 98 we'll start with last year's winner fran mccaffrey franny psychopath um (laughs) very fun to root against i will say that good basketball coach that that dude is an offensive guru for sure yeah i made a bold prediction a few weeks ago i thought he'd be notre dame's next head coach i don't see that happening now so but uh yeah, he loves to get into it with referees. That stare down with the ref 
It's embarrassing. <laughs> we just go with just hilarious. It, it is a, it is an embarrassment. I, I think Iowa fans are kind of sick of it too. Yeah, I wonder what their AD is, but yeah. Uh, the year before that, your guy Brad Underwood. Underwood. Um, this has been his worst uh, coaching job, in my opinion. It, it might not be his worst coaching job, but it was his worst roster construction. I think he, he went out, got a bunch of good players, mm-hmm. but how did they fit? Not that great, and they've been winning on talent alone, which is great, and that can carry in March. Um, but at the same time, um, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth, especially after losing the round of 32 when you're a one seed. That was a terrible, terrible draw for one. I'm still mad about that one because that, that was like a top 10 Kim Palm team they had to play in that round of 32. And then la- and then last year is, is what it is, but um, – it's got to get to that second weekend eventually, or the um, it's going to start creeping up on them. The can't win in the tournament. Yeah, the world of NIL. It's uh, interesting when you know mm-hmm. the strategy for coaches when it goes into that. Yeah. I know coaches hate it. A guy that's won this thing in 2019, 16, 14, 12, 2099, Mister Tom Izzo. Tommy Izzo. I think um, they're obviously a tournament team, and I think that was one of my bold predictions that they would miss the tournament. It was. Um, it was looking good the, at the time. It was. Uh, seven seed-ish, seven, six, seven, eight seed, whatever. Um, he hasn't had those elite teams that he has uh, in the past few years. And uh, I don't see it. I mean, they have top player in the country coming in next year. Maybe that changes things. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. It seems like he's kind of fading off a little bit. I agree with that. Uh, John Beeline won it in 2018 and 17. Darner three-peat in 2019, the last time the Big Ten tournament was in Chicago, but Michigan State beat them. That dude, great basketball coach. His teams, they, they, they always said, you know, January, February, Izzo. It was January, February, Beeline. That's, yeah, that's what true. it was um, in the 2010s because that dude's teams, starting right about now, those teams would get hot. Next thing you know, they're in the Elite Eight or National Championship game. That dude could coach. Good college basketball coach, not so much NBA. Terrible NBA coach. <laughs> Which we see quite often um, nowadays. Mr. Bo Ryan, Big Ten Tournament champ in oh. 2015, 2008, and 2004. Took Wisconsin out of the absolute cellar and turned them into a perennial winner. Um, it's like Barry up, Alvarez did in football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, came up short in the national title game and another Final Four of the previous year. Mm-hmm. Um those were some good teams, though, with Frank the Tank. And, I mean, he had good teams with Alondo Tucker and um, your Devin boy Joe, Harris. Joe Krabenhoff. Uh, oh. <laughs> they have a lot of unlikable dudes over the years, uh, but but they won. They, they, they really won. have. Yeah. John Lure. Butler's Thad Mata, uh, Ohio State's coach on the Big Ten tournament winning teams in 2013, 11, 2010, and 2007. Thad to the bone. He, uh, I don't think it's going to go very well for him and Butler the second time either. around. Um, great at Ohio State, could great recruiter. I don't know if he was that great of a coach, though. Yeah, and, and, and Butler, Brad Stevens made Butler what Butler he is did. today with the back-to-back runner-up hey. finishes and remarkable runs. Man. And you know it got yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he did good there not at Iowa yeah. um, and you know it got them into the Big East but I just I don't know if they can do well in the world of nil I really yeah don't. yeah I think they'll struggle uh, Matt Painter one time winner in two thousand nine he's lost the uh, championship um, numerous times though it, in my opinion clearly the best coach in the Big Ten top X's and O's doesn't I mean. 
you you look at his roster, their recruiting classes aren't that great ever. And continuously has top three teams in the Big Ten. Next thing you know, they're in a Sweet 16. Almost every single year, it feels like. He's he's had very few down years. Um, and that just recruits to a system, and his system works. And those down years, he learned from it. Mm-hmm. And got back to his roots of his recruiting yeah. ways. So, and I, you know, people ask me all the time if I see Matt Painter leaving. I don't think so. I think he he's had opportunities in the past, and if he wanted to leave, or you know, he yeah. probably could. But I think he's happy where he is. He doesn't make the most money of anybody in the Big Ten or anything like that. But he makes money yeah. for for living in West Lafayette. And I think I mean he's got a good thing rolling. Why? And he's really just getting into his prime, which is which is crazy yeah. to think about age wise. I, I always wonder how close he was to taking the Missouri job back in the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, that was my freshman year, and it sure seemed like it was real close, but some say he was playing it for leverage the whole time. Either way, it worked out because he did get more pay for his assistance. Yep. So more commitment to basketball, and it's worked out ever since. He didn't have to be stuck in misery. <laughs> Steve Alford led the Hawkeyes to the Big Ten Tournament Championships in 2006 and 2001. Stevie Offer now at the Nevada Wolfpack. They are right on that bubble. They had a terrible quad three loss uh, on Saturday, though, that could keep them out. Yeah. Um, but he's he's good at the level he's at now. Good at New Mexico. Good at Nevada. Had some success at Iowa and UCLA. But I but I think he can be a consistent winner down in like the Mountain West sort of. Uh, I agree with that hundred percent. Your boy Bruce Weber, two thousand five Big Ten tournament Ooh. champs. Uh, his. Tenure at Illinois ended very poorly um, to the point where he blamed his players uh, for all of their losing they did towards that stretch. And he's since apologized for all that. Um, Good, good basketball coach, though. Had good success at Kansas State. Never really recruited as well as he should, um, as as well as he could have. He did not capitalize on that national championship appearance whatsoever at Illinois. Um, Good X's and O's guys. Uh, very good on TV too. Big yeah, he is. network guy. Um, one thing I'll always remember about him towards the end of his tenure is whenever DJ Richardson would rise to shoot a three, he'd scream, "No!" <laughs> good way to give your player confidence. You know, another thing you can get mad about Bruce, if it wasn't for him, Sister Jean wouldn't have blown up like she has because they could have knocked him out in the lead eight. Yeah, yeah well, I, I blame University of Miami for that as well because uh, they they should have got him in round one. You uh, can be mad at me. You can be mad at the University of Miami for a lot of things in the state tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Self, two thousand three, another Illinois coach. I was at that Former game um, when they beat Ohio State. I was there. We actually got Steve Alford's tickets from uh, his close contact, as many people know, um, in the Rochester area. But yeah, we actually sat right in the tunnel. That was my first ever Illinois game that I went to, so that was fun. Um, man, if, if he would have just, I, I don't blame him for leaving for Kansas. That's a blue blood. He's won two national titles there now, went to countless Final Fours. Man, if he would have just stayed, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I might have been at his last game he coached at Illinois because I went into the second round of that year. Was that his last year, 2003? Yeah, I was then because I went to Indianapolis, um, yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, lost yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, that that would have been because mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade beat Missouri in the following game, and Deep that was Brown kind of crazy year. That was real close to transferring to Michigan State. Um, after that, uh, Darren Williams about transferred to. Um, or did he about transfer to? 
think it was Down somewhere in Texas. Maybe? No, I think it was like Pittsburgh. That was weird. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was good, was good then. That was that's when yeah. they uh, Jamie Dixon. Yeah, Jamie Dixon. All right, two more guys here. Jim O'Brien, a Buckeyes coach in 2002. Yeah, got them on uh, probation. And, uh, yeah, their Super Bowl in 05 was the Matt Sylvester game, which it seems like he's always at the Illinois-Ohio State game in, in Ohio State. Son of a gun. 18 years later, they're still uh, – might as well put his, put his jersey up in the rafters for hitting a meaningless three. O'Brien was awful in the Pacers coach. He was coach. terrible, yeah. And then I wasn't familiar with this guy, uh, 1998 Michigan, the first Big Ten tournament. Brian Ellerby also got them in trouble. Never heard of him, to be honest. Yep. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna Google him real quick. Yeah, I know that, I know that was Tractor Trailer. Sierra, they uh, they beat Purdue in the finals, and they got Brian Ellerby. He is only 59 years old now, so he's only 35 then. Um, unless that was his dad, that coach. Nope, he was Michigan's coach from 97 to 2001. He was a Michigan State assistant from 2015 to 2019. His career record, um, of course, a lot of these, they have been vacated, so I guess yeah. it's not a real accurate overall yeah. record, but 59 and 106. I, I remember when Michigan had a long stretch where they did not make the tournament. Uh, it was under, I think it was like 10 years from, Tommy obviously Amaker. started with Ellerby and then Tommy Amaker and then, Beeline takes over. and Yeah, Amaker was the NIT specialist. They were yeah. constantly making the NIT. Yeah. He and uh, Seth Greenberg, Virginia Tech, it seemed like they were always on the bubble. Yep. Every yep. year. Yep. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Word Association segment, which is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs, so you need to look no further. Simply let them be your one-source print and promotional company by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call at 574-210-3815, or you can email her at barbara.vanweinsberg at proforma.com. Do you want to get educated? Yes, let's do that before we wrap it up with some NFL talk. On this day in 1922, Babe Ruth signed a three-year contract with the New York Yankees at $52,000 a year. Good move move for Herman. Yeah, um, I did the inflation calculator, and that's $926,000 back then. Still not enough back then. Still not enough. Absolutely not. Uh, On this day in 1923, the St. Louis Cardinals announced their players will wear numbers on their uniforms. Today we were just numberless just before that. Blank. Yeah. Yep. No, no one knew who was getting hits or pitching or anything. That's <laughs> typical Cardinals. Typical Cardinal arrogance. Yeah, they're up. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I heard your comments last week about um, <laughs> Contreras. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Nineteen seventy-two. Jack Nicklaus passed Arnold Palmer as golf's all-time money winner. Two greats. Um, I mean, those guys did well for themselves in the money, but not near what guys do today. It's yeah. pretty pretty incredible. Those two guys have made more money off the course since the they've been done sure. just from their brand, brand, the Arnold Palmer brand, the Jack Nicholas brand, than they did playing. Mm-hmm. Um, on this day, not a whole lot. Got some biggies, tourneys. Um, on this day in 2019, LeBron James scored his 32,293rd career point to pass Michael Jordan into fourth place on the NBA all-time point scoring list. Now, That's of course, it, he's he's passed all the way, all the way 
to the top. Um, there, I'm surprised there wasn't on this day in 2016, uh, Peyton Manning retired from the NFL. He's not on there. Did not know that. On this day in 2016. So, doesn't seem that long ago, but yet it does. So. Seven years. Yeah. But I feel smarter from today's On This Day, and that's brought to you by, like it is every week, Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs to fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects on Instagram and Facebook at Mooney Woodcrafts. And if you let Thad know that the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. Get your signs, get your growth charts. Like I said, great addition to any home, office, man cave, garage, etc. Yes, sir. NFL, man. I don't even know where to begin, really. Um, I mean, I guess the big news today was it looks like Derek Carr is going to be a member of the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be a good spot for him. Uh, my dad predicted that one a while back, so kudos to him for that. Now, where will Jameis Winston wind up as a backup? Maybe Denver. I'm thinking Sean Payton connection there. Um, I If I'm Denver, I go, I'm going to get a veteran backup. For sure. Because if, if Russell Wilson's struggling, you know, you bite the <clears> bullet <throat> and say, we're getting rid of him after the offseason. We're not letting the season go to waste. We're not putting a Brett Rippon or anybody like that in. We're going to put somebody in that's going to give us a chance to win some games. Because mm-hmm. um, too much is invested now with Sean Payton, the new coaching staff, and everybody. Um, but besides Derek Carr, I see uh, another Derek, Derek Henry. Looks like it's going to be on the training block from Tennessee Titans announced today. Um, surprised me at first, but more I thought about it, yeah, he is getting some age on him. Yeah, especially as a running back. Um, I wouldn't give up a first-round pick like I'm sure they want for him or pay him a bunch of money because, right. again, he's a running back who he carries the ball 300-plus times a year too. Right. Um, with the news of Derek Carr today, I think that the quarterback dominoes will start to fall. Mm-hmm. I think we will see Lamar Jackson get franchise tagged by Baltimore mm-hmm. tomorrow. Will he be uh, traded? Or be traded. I think they'll franchise tag him. That's my guess. But if they trade him, I don't even know. Jets. Uh, Jets could because I – Aaron Rodgers, if I had a guess, he's going back to Green Bay or he's retiring. That's that's my guess. I'm so sick of his drama. I am too. I am too. So sick of it. Um, Adam Thielen, for whatever reason, they had him – they were interviewing him during the NFL Combine on, on um, Saturday when I was watching it on a plane ride, a long plane ride, and uh, – they asked him what he thought Roger would do. He said he thought he'd retire. Hmm. Um, but he's probably wishing that as a division foe. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with Rogers there. Geno Smith got a big contract today oh, by man. Seattle Seahawks. What was the what were the numbers on that? Three, Three years, years, 105 million can make 52 million this year. He had a great year. Great year. He did. Comeback player, most proved, yeah. whatever it is. Deservingly so. But this has Case Keenum written all over it. it- it's such a stretch to give him that type of money. Um, he, he, he had it. He had a good year. Best year of his career though. And he's 32, 33 years old. You think he's going to be able to replicate that? Absolutely not. I'll be shocked. If he replicates that. Right. Right. Uh, a lot of other guys that we thought might be hidden free agency. Uh, their teams have come out and said, if they can't agree to terms by tomorrow, they will franchise tag them like Tony Pollard on Dallas. Um, there was another running back. Oh, um, Williams of Detroit. Um, because it was thought that the running back free agency class was going to be pretty good, mm-hmm. just like the draft class. And a lot of teams are starting to say, ah, we're going to tag, tag our running back yeah. and not let them hit the market. It's, it's tough 
paying a running back too for a multi-year deal because you might only get a year or two out of that. Um, that's why I'd always go through the draft, but at the same time, I have a hard time picking a guy in the first round too. Cause you look at Saquon Barkley was the f- fourth overall pick. He's been good, healthy, but he's never healthy. He's um, he, and he's one who could have free agency. Yeah. Um, not Najee Harris hasn't been that great with Pittsburgh under averaging under four yards of carry there. Uh, so it's, it's real tough to gauge the running back market for one. Uh, but again, it does look like a very good and deep running back class uh, draft. Mm-hmm. Class. Um, your dolphins were kind of in the news um, about not sure if they're going to pick up the fifth year option on two. <sighs> nah, they're going to pick it up. You think, yeah. I, yeah, that's that. That was one report. All all the Dolphins beat writers say, "Oh, that's hogwash." Okay, okay. So. I don't follow any Dolphins beat reporters, so yeah, that's I, why I, you're I my Dolphins beat retarded reporter, J Man. <laughs> they're they're more plugged in um, than uh, the national guys. So, right. which which I haven't really heard anything from like Rappaport or Schefter about. Yeah, that. I don't even know who report. said it. I saw it on Twitter, yeah. and it, yeah. it was a C, it was a CBS report, and I don't really trust CBS with that sort of stuff. Well, there was a report today that I don't even know. It, it blew up on Twitter, but it wasn't a national guy. It said that Sean Payton's not so sure about Russell Wilson and this year's like his mm-hmm. making or breaking year, which I I, I agree about the second true, part. Yeah. But if he's not so sure about Russell, I don't think he takes a job. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but uh, I want to talk about, a little bit about the combine and teams in the top five, top ten. I watched a lot of the combine on Saturday, which was wide receiver and quarterback heavy and tight ends, but I didn't get the tight end part. Watched a lot of the quarterbacks. If I'm the Bears, I'm trading out of it. Because mm-hmm. I think Justin Fields has done enough. You have to give him a shot. Definitely. It's a big decision, though, because, say, he flames out in two years, then you look back, shoot, you know. Um, the Bears are always making the wrong decisions when it comes to quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they trade up for Trubisky instead of Mahomes. And in the last so many teams that have traded up to get a quarterback, it hasn't worked out. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the Bears, you're going to have a lot of suitors for that number one pick. For sure. I'm looking at number nine if I can get it from Carolina. Because I think I think you can get three first-round picks out of Carolina mm-hmm. for a ninth pick and maybe a second round as well. Or I'm looking at the Colts at number four. Um, get a first round, get a second round, get another first round. Um Colts have to be like absolutely convicted to, or have this conviction to trade up though, because you're looking, I mean, Bryce Young's probably going to go one. Um, do, you, do you think Bryce Young is so much higher than a CJ Stroud no. to trade multiple first no. round picks? That's what uh, Colts have to figure out. And I know I was just watching the combine, but I, mm-hmm. I watched a decent amount of Stroud being a big 10 fan and young because Alabama's on national television every week. I think Stroud's going to be better. I, I, I would take Stroud number one. I agree. Bigger. He looked uh, awesome the other day. Yeah. Um, the two guys I'd stay away from, Anthony Richardson from uh, Florida, that just raving about he's, he's fast. He can jump. Why, why does a quarterback need to jump? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, he blew everybody big. away with his physical tools. And it was cool seeing him throw a deep ball 65 yards in the air. But he reminds me of kind of an RG3, which mm-hmm. if RG3 didn't blow his knee out, maybe he's better. Or, you know, a Cam Newton. And and he also, also reminds me of Freeman, uh, Josh Freeman, a lot. That's a very uh, good, a very big good. physical quarterback. Everybody's gushing over. Tampa Bay takes him top 10. False. Somebody's going to take him in the top 10. I don't. I think he's going to be a bust. I don't he's, think he's going to be good. He's the type of prospect that gets a GM and head coach fired. Um, he, I, ho- I, hope it's, I hope the Raiders take him. 
<laughs> they might. Uh, Josh Freeman's a very good comparison. Yeah. Um, now that you said his production at Florida was terrible this year. And I and people say, well, Josh Allen's production was terrible. He was at Wyoming. He had right. nobody to throw the ball to. Right. Offensive line was terrible. Nothing around him. Right. Uh, you put Josh Allen down in Florida, he probably would have torn up. Um, yep. Will Levis is another guy that's I'm right there with you. That's just good enough to get a head coach and GM fired <laughs> as well. Sean, Sean Arm, and he showed off at the combine, yeah. but I didn't think he produced this year at Kentucky with decent Reminds talent around him. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Um, so I, I mean, I think it's, it's Stroud and Young, and then I don't know who the third guy I think mm. they'll have the most success is. I, I maybe maybe yeah. Hayden Hooker if he's if he's healthy. Maybe he's healthy. Yeah. Um, I thought Bennett did really well at the combine from Georgia. He'll um, he'll be in that like fifth, sixth right, round range. Right. And... There was a lot of those quarterbacks will be mid mid rounders, yeah. but um, yeah, Richardson and, and Stroud were the two I wanted to talk about because that uh, everybody was gushing about their performances, but Shroud just looked head and shoulders better to me. And I know they're not getting rushed or anything, but they're also not throwing the guys they have chemistry with. So I think that's a big thing to take in consideration. And the combine, they've changed it since we went, that you can sit closer to the field now and you can cheer and stuff. So you can actually have fun at it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it was interesting to watch. And, you know, they were talking all different off-season stuff going on and, just like we said, always a lot going on in the NFL. Always. Uh, any other NFL? It seems like we're missing something. I know. I feel like we're missing something too, but I can't think. Um, yeah, I don't. I think we covered it all. Um, who, who do you think's helped themselves the most from the, in the draft? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be uh, biased here, but. Uh, Produced Charlie Jones had a great combine the other day to where Daniel Jeremiah said he might have worked himself into a third round pick. Wow. He ran a two four 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 point four four forty. So he ran it both at the same time. And then he did good on the gauntlet, did good on the deep ball, which was cool. He and Aiden O'Connell actually hooked up one time on the deep That's ball. Cool. Um I think Aiden will get drafted too. I think he'll think be so. a fifth, sixth, seventh rounder. I think he'll get drafted. I think Purdue will have a handful of guys get drafted this year. They had five go to the combine. But uh, I think Charlie Jones really helped himself. Um, Quarterback-wise, I thought Bennett helped himself. Um, I'm not so sure about the other guys that were already mocked first round. And and I need to work on my mock draft, by the way. I haven't released any yet, so maybe I'll do that. i got a month and a half or so till uh, draft. But it was it was it was cool to see um, some of the guys around the forties. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Wide receiver from Nebraska. Oh, uh, Palmer. Yeah, he Doesn't... he blew everybody out of the yeah, water on the forty fast. for the wide receiver. He was ridiculous. So it's probably yeah. like he had like 250 receiving yards on Purdue this year. So, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm um, you know, football is the one sport I can I can watch stuff about the offseason and everything, and not really get tired about it. Mm. So. Ready for that birdie bogey? I am. I'm ready to get a bogey and be tied. Let's do it. Dame Ian Lillard uh, had his fifth game with 60 or more points, which is third most of all time. What two players have more? I'm not confident in this guy, but he's such a good player. Put up great numbers back in the day. Doesn't get enough respect. Will Chamberlain? He is one of them. All right. Uh, how many 30. times? He had 32 of them, by the way. He's <laughs> by far the most. Uh, that's what I say. Like, he doesn't get enough respect. Yeah. How, how many? How many 
Um, for over sixty again. Can you remind me? Uh, Dame Lillard had five of them. Will Chamberlain had thirty-two of them. And there was one other guy who has more. One than other five. guy who had more than five. I'm between two guys. Oh, I just don't know which one to pick. I'm uh, between three guys now. Um. Ah. I mean, I'll, I'll even throw the three guys I'm out, and then I'm gonna I'll choose which one. I'm between Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson. I'm going Kobe Bryant. You chose correctly, man. <sighs> Two Lakers. Yeah. He, had, he had six of them, so Dane's probably going to pass him. Ooh. He a two-stroke lead, but don't get a swelled head yet because I think I had a two-stroke lead in November. Oh, uh, uh, I think you had a, a three-stroke lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up tying. So, uh. Well, before we uh, end, this, end this episode, this is the J-Man's last episode as a non-married man. So yes, sir. Come back for episode two, or no, not two, three... Uh, 30 next week and uh, I'll have a ring on my finger you'll have a ring on your finger and uh, Mrs. Mutt in the house yeah it's gonna be fun yep can't wait thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show everybody have a fantastic week